Welcome to Stutter Stories, where guests from around the world each share the ins, outs, ups, and downs of life and conversation as a person who stutters. Hosted by Tricia Hedinger and Ja Ben. Welcome to a special edition of Stutter Stories. Uh, I thought we would, for this episode, change it up a little bit, do something fun, something a little bit different. So with that, I would like to introduce to you all the number one meditation podcast host. Her name is Shell Hamilton. She is the host of Meditation Minis, which is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever it is you like to listen to your podcasts. And at the end of this episode, Shell will guide us through a sample mini meditation related to speaking anxiety. And so I encourage you to stay on and uh, listen and, and make yourself available to do a little mini meditation. Um, I have found that I've really enjoyed some of her episodes and have listened to many, many different uh, mini meditations that are each about 10 minutes long, and they've been really great. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Michelle Hamilton. Welcome, Shell. How are you? I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. That's wonderful. Um, uh, tell me, why don't you start off and just tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, um, I've been a hypnotherapist in full-time practice since 2007. Mm -hmm. Um, and I started a, a short guided meditation podcast in 2015, February, 2015 as a way for me to find potential clients all over the world. So I wasn't location dependent on mm -hmm you know, having clients and that worked really well. I worked with clients literally all over the world, all walks of life. Um, and that was before everybody knew how to use zoom. So it was all mm -hmm. on Skype at first mm -hmm. and that podcast meditation minis podcast, it's short guided meditations for anxiety and stress and confidence has grown to, uh, enough of a popularity that I downsized my lifestyle a bit and, mm -hmm. I just make, I literally make my living from my podcast now, which is crazy to say, um, but it's the power of the time we live in, right? Like it's so much easier for us to connect with people all over the world. And there's not the gatekeeper system that we used to have. Yeah. We have talked about that at length before with, um, of how we've made so many little connections with people we otherwise never would have met. And then then also just that huge global connection, how it's so much easier and people are so much more comfortable just kind of reaching out to everybody around the world. And like you said, there's no, there's not so much like red tape or so much stuff in the way of making that happen. We can just do it. And totally. uh, I think that's, that's been a, a huge benefit of the pandemic that has, <laughs> you know, kind of helped it, helped us all launch in that direction. Yeah. I mean, nowadays when I see clients, everybody knows how to use zoom. Like I don't have any of the problems I used to have Right. because they're right. all like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And before they're like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. So tell me what it's like to be a hypnotherapist, like prior to, 
your meditation minis becoming your um, main job. Um, and even since then, what what kind of what does your what would your daily routine look like? What would your job look like? I'm gonna call. Um, well, when I was seeing one-on-one -on -one clients, it would look like having a calendar of sessions, like mm -hmm. any kind of therapist would have, okay. um, meeting with them typically in less than an hour. And occasionally now I do see some one-on-one -on -one clients, um, and it's just all online. It's very easy. It's mm -hmm. very easy. Hmm. Nice. Uh, and so tell us more about meditation. So how is it beneficial to people in general? And then um, what we're mostly interested in, or I'm mostly interested in is how it ben could benefit those with social anxiety or speaking anxiety. Yeah, well, I used to have both. Um, so I know that it helps with all of that. Mm -hmm. And part of what will happen, especially when we have anxiety around the thing, right? Like anxiety around, if I open my mouth, I might stutter anxiety around. If I stand in front of a bunch of people, I might not uh, be able to think of anything. Like I'm going to go blank. And you know, we have those pictures or mm -hmm. social situations. We imagine ourselves and we think, you know, I have to go to that thing and I'm going to be so awkward. Mm -hmm. That's actually all self-hypnosis. We're programming our subconscious mind in those moments to mm -hmm. do that for us when we get there. Hmm. So being more mindful of that, being able to, one of the reasons why I love guided meditation specifically is because it engages your relaxation response, which already starts to change the biochemistry in your body to something calmer and more relaxed mm -hmm. and incorporates visualization. And for people who can't quote picture things, they typically can get a sense or a feeling of something or once in a while people don't do either, but they're auditory. So if, if you say to them, imagine you're at the beach and you can hear the sound of the waves, somebody who's mm -hmm. auditory, then they're, they're in the experience at that point because they can hear it in their mind. Not everybody's mm -hmm. great at making pictures, mm -hmm. but we can all, if we've been to the beach, I think we can all agree that we can mm -hmm remember the sensation mm, mm -hmm. of being at the beach. And for some of us, like you can almost even imagine the smell of the salt air in those mm -hmm. moments. Mm -hmm. So by incorporating, especially guided meditation, because I believe that is meditation made for modern minds, mm -hmm. um, you can reprogram all of that anxiety and self-doubt, especially leading up to the moment you know, cause we ruminate, we worry, we picture it. And then imagine that in those moments where you're, you're thinking, oh, I, I'm scared to open up my mouth right now. I'm scared. I'm going to say something stupid. Mm -hmm. If you stop, take a breath and imagine yourself instead, someplace that you feel comfortable, like the beach, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And just talking in a very calm way. Mm. So by using, especially, like I said, guided meditation, um, you can create those safety places inside yourself mm -hmm. that you can better go to quickly in your mind in the moments of reality. I, I hope that makes sense. That does. That does. I, I wasn't, no, I don't know a lot about meditation at all. And so like 
having that explanation of how to make that link from, you know, oh, I meditated this morning before work or before school, and then I had to go make a presentation. So kind of pulling from your actual moment of meditation to your actual activity of daily living that might cause your anxiety. Now, that's something I had, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that that was part of it. So that's really interesting. And yeah, and it can even go to a point where let's say that you have kind of created in your mind and you've experienced it a couple of times, um, a place in your mind, a safe space, that physical feeling that you get when you imagine yourself being there, once you go someplace, it's easier to get there quicker again in your mind. And mm -hmm. so say that you're about to walk into that presentation, mm -hmm. you can take a deep breath and imagine the feeling of being in that safe place. Mm -hmm. And because you've kind of programmed your body to have the relaxation response, when you do that, you're going to begin to engage your relaxation response in reality in that moment. Nice. Yeah. We, uh, we were listening to several of them. My kids and I were listening to a few of them at nighttime. Uh, and uh, there are a couple of them there were, it was imagining bubbles and, and, you know, and then, and the beach as well. So it was really great. And I feel like the benefit of the guided meditation um, versus just trying to sit and meditate yourself. I think I used, I never used to get anything out of a meditation because my mind would wander and right. i when if i would just sit and try to do it on my own you know that i i i, I just either either didn't know how to do it or i didn't have the endurance or i wasn't making the most of it i guess and so to have that guided meditation helped tremendously um i have trouble sleeping so ha listening yeah. to some of the podcasts that were directed towards sleep really, um, you know, it just, it just made a, a difference and it just helped having the guided nature of it. Um, yeah, it for sure. Good. I'm with you. I mean, I used to sit proper Buddhist style meditation with a group mm -hmm. when I lived in Los Angeles for about 18 months. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I just, uh, I'm just not this person who mm. will sit and do that by myself every day. Will I go to class? Like, like I'll go to yoga class. Right. But mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily going to do yoga home alone. There are mm -hmm. people who do that. I'm just not one of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I found that the, the benefit of the short guided meditation, I also have really bad ADD. And so don't ask me to commit to something that takes more than 10 minutes. Like <laughs> yes. it's just, no, I'm too busy. I'm going to distract myself. Um, the benefit of the short guided meditation is that, you know, it is 10 ish minutes and yeah. it is incredibly powerful to just sit with those 10 minutes and imagine yourself like with the bubbles or whatever that particular meditation is to reset and renew and recalibrate your system for the day. And again, mm -hmm. engaging that relaxation response so that you yeah. literally physically biochemically get less stressed because mm. you've released it. It's not mm. in your bloodstream the way it was before you did the meditation. Yeah. The 10 minutes, uh, even, you know, the benefits of the 10 minutes, but also the looking at the length of the podcast thinking 10 minutes, I can commit to that. I can totally. handle that right now. Um, 
there's something about that versus seeing the 25 to 30. It's like, I don't know if I can commit to 25 or 30 minutes, but I can do 10. And so having those minis, I mean, that may even be a stepping stone to trying to do something longer. But um, like, I, I look at that and think, and honestly, I think that's why I went towards your podcast minis. I can do that. <laughs> I can yeah. do 10 minutes. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you found it. And those are all the reasons why I was actually the first person in 2015. Nobody else was doing short form meditation. Everything was 20 minutes plus. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that was one of the, I was like, all right, I'm going to do short. Cause I don't, I, I wouldn't commit to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now I might commit to doing three 10 minute ones in a row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we did. We lay there. We were, I had, my kids we were just laying in bed and, um, and we did the 10 minute one. They're like, another one. <laughs> and, so, and that's what we did. And it was like, okay, uh, if, you know, maybe we can do two and, or, you know, maybe we can do three. It, it's, it's just, um, it, the, the smallness of it was great. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so what kind of, uh, evidence is out there to support the use of meditation? I think we kind of touched on it a little bit already. Yeah. So, most of the research that's out there on meditation is not on the effects of guided meditation. Most okay. of the research that you're going to find is, is more of that mindfulness meditation, you know, okay. the sitting silently or humming, or, you know, there's different kind of focal things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, but the research on the relaxation response okay. is there. And the research on visualization practices and the effect mm -hmm. that visualization has on sports performance and, you know, all kinds of things is also there. Mm -hmm. um, and from reputable Harvard, Stanford, you know, these are, these are um, good names. It's pretty easy with a little Google search mm -hmm. to look for, you know, the effects of visualization on sports performance. Mm -hmm. So guided meditation is putting both those things together. It's doing visualization and then the, the physical relaxation. Hmm. It's literally reprogramming your mind. It's yeah. hypnosis light. It really is hypnosis mm -hmm. light. Yeah. Yeah. I was but looking so TV. up TV is hypnosis light. People hear the hypnosis word and they're like, that's so scary. No TV is hypnosis. You know, they have, well, we don't tend to have ads, but back in the day when we had only regular TV and cable TV, mm -hmm. they would have the ads on because they knew when they played the ads, because you were in a slightly hypnotic, hypnotic trance from watching mm -hmm. the show, mm -hmm. were more suggestible. You're more easily influenced by the advertising. Yeah. Oh, I believe that that's for mm -hmm. sure. So um, now we're just taking that power back and using it for our own positive. Well, why don't, maybe you could tell us that, could you define or, or not even define, but just tell us a little bit more about what hypnosis is or just describe it a little bit more. So hypnosis is not what people think mm -hmm. it is, you know, you're not a zombie. I can't mm -hmm. make you do things you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't have anybody do something outside their moral code. Mm -hmm. So like I couldn't, hypnotize you to make you a bank robber. Mm -hmm. But if you brought me somebody who is a bank robber, I could hypnotize them to feel really good about giving us all the money. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And most people remember, um, 
the, the people that you see, I, I live outside of Vegas in the desert. So I've seen most of the hypnosis shows on the strip and they are hysterical and it's mm -hmm. all real. Uh, but the kind of person who ends up in a hypnosis show, that's about 10% of the population. So 10% of the population is just naturally super suggestible. Mm -hmm. Um, there is another about 10% of the population that absolutely cannot be hypnotized, mm -hmm. but they either have had some sort of uh, brain trauma, like a physical trauma stroke or, or, um, a head injury, or they have an IQ on the very low end of developmentally disabled. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked with developmentally disabled people of a higher end and they can be hypnotized just fine. Mm -hmm. Basically, if they, if the person can remember three simple instructions in a row, mm -hmm it can likely be hypnotized. Mm -hmm. But the first couple of times you do it, you may not be really great at it, mm -hmm. right? So the more you do it, the better you get. Mm -hmm. um, and most people think that they're not supposed to think things like, am I really hypnotized? Am I doing this right? Oh my gosh, I forgot to listen to her right then. And did I just mm -hmm. mess it all up? Like your, your conscious critical thinking mind, just like when you try to sit quietly for a minute, meditation mm -hmm. is still a part of the process. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that meditation and hypnosis, they both are really more for the benefit of your subconscious mind, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. where all of the behaviors and habits and beliefs and feelings live. Mm. Interesting. So much to learn about it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I actually didn't even believe in hypnosis. I thought it was yeah. a bunch of BS. I was a very practical Midwestern girl uh -huh. and um, the universe just was not taking that for the answer. It, uh -huh. it just kept throwing like magazines and books. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll go check out this stupid hypnosis thing. <laughs> and now look at me all these years later. I can remember when I was in my twenties of our local library was doing a um, self hypnosis uh, class and me and one of my friends went and we were laying on the library floor <laughs> doing a self hypnosis. And we were like, I don't know, I felt relaxed, but that's about it. <laughs> so yeah. it was and it you know, that was our and, and I imagine, you know, if you have one experience with it, and it doesn't go yeah. how you think it should go. It might turn you off from doing things again. Um, but I don't know that I've ever had any other experiences like that, but, but the meditation I've had lots of kind of different opportunities and some having that guided meditation, I feel like is a, um, much more useful, uh, style. And yeah. I also feel like, and, and you can, correct me if I'm wrong or, or take me in a different direction, but I feel like maybe meditation benefits you more when you realize you need it, or you have something that needs it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like if I wasn't having trouble sleeping and I listened to a podcast that or a, a meditation that was designed to help me sleep, I don't know if I would get as much out of it if I didn't have trouble, you know, or like if I didn't have trouble with anxiety, I don't know if I would get as much out of meditation unless I needed it, you know? So I feel like I noted that uh, I, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm listening to something that is focused towards sleeping. It just makes more sense um, when you realize you need something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so, you yeah, know, we need to brush our teeth twice a day and uh -huh. if we don't, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So it can be as simple as that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just, I just, 
have noticed that more recently in myself. But um, how? Tell us more about meditation minis. How did it get started? Um, how's it progressed? Um, and what is it that you like about it? Um, I, I feel super blessed. I mean, I literally it was a one year commitment to make some content, mm-hmm. and um, then I went to a podcasting conference and I met a bunch of podcasters, and they're like the geekiest, most heart focused, helpful people (laughs) on the planet. And I left the conference and I was like, I am not losing this tribe. This, uh, this gets to be Uh my tribe for life. These are the kinds (laughs) of people I totally want to hang out with for Mm -hmm. the rest of my life. Um, and so I continued doing the show and, uh, I have the emails that I get from people just blow my mind. People are, Mm -hmm. and the, the reviews that are on iTunes and stuff and people have written things like they literally often say two things, soothing. Mm-hmm. That's one word that comes up over and over again. Mm-hmm. And literally they say life-changing, which is, I'm, I'm obviously, t- I literally don't have words. Right. <laughs> Just like, I, I, I make this content and it, people, um, there was a gentleman who said he had been in therapy for 16 years and Mm -hmm. listening to the podcast for three weeks did more for him and Mm -hmm. his anxiety than 16 years of therapy. Mm -hmm. That's mind blowing to me. It is. It is. And to to hear those words from somebody, you know, it's life changing. It's like this little bit that I'm doing is life changing for somebody, you know, and so I need to commit more time to it. Totally. yeah. And that's what I did. That's why I downsized. And, you know, my son went off to do what young men do in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And I get to make this content each week and, and it, it is, it's like, I do this little piece of content. I mm-hmm. do all my own background music now. Cause it was really, that was one of the big challenges was finding what I feel was relaxing background music mm-hmm. for guided meditations. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a music background, Um, and now I'm doing VR. We just, um, last year founded a a VR startup. So we're basically taking the short guided meditations that are audio Mm -hmm. and we're putting you in a forest in VR and Mm. you're walking through it, you know, on the headset while you're listening to my voice saying, you know, breathe and walk and it's really cool. Oh, I can't imagine what that would be like. I would love to see that. That yeah, it's really, great. it's at the Mayo Clinic right now doing, um, they're just wrapping up uh, the first research study on mm-hmm. the effects of it. And the, the doctor who's running it, she's just been completely thrilled with the results. Wonderful. Yeah. That's a, I would love to see what that's like. We have a, there's a man who was on earlier, uh, and on stutter stories who he, it's called with VR and he is doing virtual reality, um, to help people who stutter kind of take baby steps towards their, um, fears. So like setting up an audience and, um, yep. pretending you're talking in front of them, uh, yep. through virtual reality and, it's uh, pretty cool. Like he's come up with some pretty neat stuff and um, it's really starting to get recognized. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing a, a meditation mini session in just a bit, but before we get to that, um, is there anything else you'd like to share or tell us about? Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, 
I think that for anybody who has found some of this conversation interesting, especially the benefits of, uh, or the possible benefits for hypnotherapy, Mm -hmm. um, and definitely for guided meditation, uh, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people think there's supposed to be like these rules about how you do this and how you do that and the best way. And there's mm-hmm. no, just pick up the phone, find somebody, mm-hmm. listen to a guided meditation, try, if mine don't work, try somebody else's, mm-hmm. find something that works for you and know that there's no one way to do anything. Mm. There's so no true. one way. There's no right way, you know, that's more right or less wrong or whatever. It's just, little experiments. I'm a big fan of little experiments, try little things until you find something that's a good fit for you and know that just because it's a good fit right now, your needs may change. And so if it stops being a good fit, go try some other things until you Mm -hmm. find something new, that's a good fit. Mm -hmm. And I love that about our technology these days and the, the huge burst of podcasts is that it's making so many things accessible for people that once they could not, you know, have access to, and you have access to all these choices and, um, and, and the guided meditation and just, um, having somebody there to walk you through it and at at no cost or minimal cost compared to you know going um to a professional that maybe would be more challenging more um difficult to work into your life schedule so uh that's what i really like about uh how podcasts are reaching out to people all over the world Uh, and for sure just being there and being accessible so yeah so That's great. All right. So what we'll do next um, is we are going to move into our first meditation mini with Shell Hamilton. So here we go. If you are in a place where you are safe to close your eyes, then I invite you to do so now for the most relaxing experience. But if you are not in a place where you are safe to close your eyes, I'm actually going to do this guided meditation in a way that is not as relaxing as say one of the meditations on the Meditation Minis podcast. So you should be able to safely listen to it while doing other things. That said, when you are in a place where you are safe and comfortable to close your eyes, consider re-listening to this so that you get more of that full, relaxing, inner-focused experience. So go ahead if you're going to close your eyes and do it now, or if you're doing other things, just continue to do them. And I'd like you to consider in your mind that feeling that you get when you are feeling clear and confident and calm. Maybe you get that feeling when you are exercising on a treadmill, or maybe you can think of a time in your past playing sports or driving where you just felt that calm, clear, confident feeling. Then ask yourself if that calm, clear, confident feeling were a color for me, what color might it be? And just go with whatever comes up. It doesn't have to be exactly perfectly right. 
Just go with what you choose. You can always redo it later. Next, what I invite you to do is imagine if that calm, clear, confident feeling had like a physical texture to it, what texture might that be? Maybe it's a a sort of lightness or airiness. Is it soft? Is it silky? Whatever the word is, it doesn't have to make logical sense because this is all from your subconscious mind. The reason why is because our subconscious mind is actually the place where all of our feelings and beliefs reside. It can kind of feel like dream language. It just doesn't make logical sense and that's okay. So you have a color that you have decided you kind of associate with that feeling of being calm and confident and clear. You have some sort of texture. Maybe you have an idea of where you feel that feeling in your body. That's optional, but if it came up for you, then go with it. Next, what I invite you to do is I invite you to imagine, and this is if you're safe to close your eyes, one of the reasons why closing your eyes can be very effective. If you can't close your eyes, then just do your best to kind of imagine it in the background. But imagine yourself in a situation that you typically don't feel comfortable speaking in. And now imagine what that picture would look like if you could just breathe in that calmer, more comfortable, confident feeling, even in that moment, breathing it in as a color, breathing it in as that texture, breathing it in and imagine yourself in that moment that is typically uncomfortable for you to speak in, to breathe in that color of confidence and calm and imagine yourself becoming more comfortably relaxed, even in that moment. Picture maybe your your shoulders back, your your chin up, your jaw relaxed, you're taking a deep breath down into your belly, and that calm, confident, clear color is moving all through your body and mind. And imagine what it would be like if when you were speaking, that color and that that texture feeling were actually coming out of your body with the very words that you say. And those calm, comfortable, confident color feelings are now making their way throughout the entire room. And as you breathe in, you feel calm and comfortable and more confident than ever before. And as you breathe out, you're breathing out that calm, comfortable, clear confidence to the room and space around you. And just notice how good that feels. And you will find if you take the time to listen to this guided experience multiple times over the next several weeks, and then also kind of practice it in your mind in those moments, you will find yourself 
maybe as soon as next week, maybe in three weeks, maybe even as soon as two days from now, becoming more calm, clear, and confident in those situations than ever before. As you reprogram your messages in your own body and mind by using this simple practice, taking a deep breath down into your belly and those calm, comfortable, confident color feelings are now filling your body from head to toe. And on the exhales, they fill the room around you too. And if your eyes are closed, go ahead and open them now. And thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I'm Shell Hamilton, the host and creator of the Meditation Minis podcast. Create an amazing day. If you would like to be a guest on Stutter Stories, email us at worldstutteringnetwork at gmail.com. First timers are welcome.